superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This, this, this is the Rich Eisen Show. I got all the love in the world. Cameras will be trained all over the stadium just to see. Is Taylor Swift going to be in? Arrowhead. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown! Finds Travis Kelsey. I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of our program on the air already hit on the Dolphins. Remarkable win. Where do the Broncos go from here? The Cowboys, what happened yesterday? And where do the Jets go from here? Full conversations to come with Sean McVay of the Rams before taking on the Bengals tonight. He's in hour number three of this show. You throughout 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We've got Overreaction Monday, the segment, coming up in the middle of this hour. Overreaction Monday, the podcast on the uh, Rich Eisen Podcast Network. Coming up as soon as we're done. Chris Brockman and I are going to have it that. Then Susie Schuster and Amy Trask have What the Football on Tuesday. And then uh, we appreciate everybody who listens to our podcast version of this show all three hours every day where you can acquire podcasts. Same thing with our friend Chris Long back here from Greenlight Podcast as well as Inside the NFL on the CW back here on the show. How you doing there, Christopher? Rich, what's up, man? I would ask you, but I, I know. I, I don't know what to say because uh, because you can't sit here and say the Jets didn't plan for to make sure that um, Zach Wilson was done playing meaningful football for them, and yeah. and so and and I don't blame Robert Sala for saying he gives us the best chance to win. Where you can turn to Tim Boyle on Sunday night against uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, like she's not going to be there in New York. <laughs> Seriously, like so, yeah. you know what I mean? So so mm-hmm. for for sure here. That I just don't know how you keep things together in the locker room because how do how do all eyes kind of not turn to him even though there are other fingerprints on the reason why they lost Chris what's going on in that locker room do you think here that's the hard thing man it really is and like yeah I, your point about Salah is well taken I mean what else is he going to say I might say hey we're evaluating this thing every week because the, the elephant in the room is pretty obvious is like the guy is probably one of the biggest problems with the team if not the biggest problem. And I have noticed that there are still some like Zach Wilson hanger ons. Like people are still like, Hey, it's not his fault. That sort of thing. I would say at times they didn't get a lot of separation yesterday, but the issue is everybody in the locker room is suffering because of poor quarterback play. It's not like when you draft a guy at linebacker, <clears throat> he's going to affect maybe the defenders in front of him. Some of the reads in, 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 in the passing game, you know, 
the quarterback, Garrett Wilson, not getting the ball. You know, he's rotting there. Um, he's an elite wide receiver. His career could change because they can't get him a guy to throw the ball to. The offensive lines are getting skewered. Um, you know, you read the pressure numbers. They're gaudy. How many of them are on the Jets' offensive line? How many of them are on Wilson patting the ball too long? So those guys are in a bad mood. And the defense, you, you said last week Bill was going to make the the Dolphins' offense work, keep it in front of them, you know, keep them out on the field. And then this week you knew he'd come in and work that Jets' front and make sure they're on the field a lot. And for them, no leads. They're exhausted. Um, time possession is out of whack. And, and you know, no sacks. So – the entire organization feels it when the quarterback can't get on, you know, get going. And I feel for those guys. I feel for Zach Wilson because just when he thinks, hey, a lifeboat, Aaron Rodgers, maybe I can quietly wait in the wings for a few years, get my second chance somewhere else. I don't know how you come back from this, whatever the next chapter is for him. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about the top of the division here. Because what a, what a game between the Dolphins and Bills coming up this Ooh. weekend and what it means. What are you seeing from the scheme of the Dolphins? Because, again, I want to – clearly it's difficult to adjust on defense if you don't know the speed until you see it, right? Because yeah. they're fast. But what is McDaniel doing with the speed that might be different from what other coaches are doing with similar or close to that amount of speed that they have, Chris? Well, I don't think anybody's got quite as much speed as they have, and then they go get the running back from Texas A&M, A-Chain, who, who goes off yesterday for over 200 yards. And I think the most interesting thing about them is you look at, like, the offseason through the lens of additions, subtractions, the draft, free agency. But I think McDaniel got in his bag and and figured out ways to, A, keep Tua clean, because when he's clean, he's great. I mean, he's played great this year, and they've kept him clean having to cycle backup tackles and that sort of thing to get Armstead back this week. But they figured out a way to do that. And then they figured out a way to make that run game lethal. I mean, that that is unfair to be able to – five rushing touchdowns, eight and a half a pop, 350. Um, Norm Van Brocklin's name's coming up, 1951. It's never good. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, like, it's just – it's – they're so good in the run game because they get sideways so fast. So you get out and you're like, it's like standing in a freeway and watching cars go by. Whether it's, you know, the motion, the same side motion, the layering of looks, I think is the biggest thing. Like as a defender, especially a second level defender, it's it's layering different things you have to think about pre-snap and then post-snap. You know, it's motion one way. It's pullers. Uh, and then, oh, it's pass. Uh, and then, you know, they got us sideways the entire game. We're going to knife the ball downhill. We're mixing in gap scheme. We're going to get guys on the second level. I think the run game is a real weapon that they've started to showcase. And I think smart by him, we haven't gotten this, we haven't gotten this rookie a bunch of touches. The Broncos are so bad defensively. It's not a secret. Let's get guys going this week. Uh, really embarrassing for the Broncos. I don't know that I've ever seen a game like that. And I've been a part of some bad ones. Like Sean Payton said, I've been a part of some bad ones. He's been on the other side of it. Never seen one like that. And Vance Joseph, like last week, the commanders put up 30-something points on you and they get shut out this week. So not that you're looking at that score, but you're like, damn, we have a long way to go. Uh, that Dolphins offense is special. Before I move on with the Dolphins a little bit more, let's linger on the Broncos. Did they, did they quit? Did they quit? Did you see guys quit? 
on the field. And I know, <clears throat> and I know, and I know that's very infused. I understand that you can't accuse an NFL player of anything worse uh, other than maybe you know throwing a game purposefully. Yeah. You know what do you what do you think, Chris? I don't think you know. I, I don't want to throw the Q word around, uh, but I do think there was a point in the game where it became apparent that they had no shot, and it. The scariest thing about this thing is like, if I were to tell you, you're the Broncos, you're down 21-10, things have not gone well in the first half, but they give the ball to Ingold, being aggressive on fourth down, and you get the ball with five minutes to go, chance to make this a one-score game. This shows you how good the Bron- or the uh, the Dolphins are and how bad the Broncos are defensively. They go to the half down 35-13. Mm-hmm. It's 21-10 with five to go in the first half. And most teams are thinking about, hey, one possession here. Can we eat up three minutes, give it back to them, play two-minute defense? But because of the way they played at the end of that half, they were totally out of it. And then the second half, you could see mentally guys are out of it. You know, I don't know about quitting, but there's a hopelessness that comes with playing on a defense like that where you're like, there's nothing we can do. The space... It's stacked against us. We can't tackle. You got chosen Anderson or um, Robbie, I can't chosen. Remember. Robbie chosen. Robbie chosen. Because at first he he did chosen Anderson, and yes. Anderson was on the nameplate, and then he'd go back to the DMV and be like, "Hey, I'm here again." <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I think it's where you get your passports, actually. But yeah, um, you yeah. know, like he got him beating Pat Sertan for a touchdown. You got Mike White in there at the end of the game. I don't know if they quit, but that's. That's as close as you get. I mean, the Bears are a dumpster fire. I don't know where it's more miserable in that defensive room this week in uh, in in Denver or in Chicago. And, you know, Garrett Bowles, I'm sure you saw his comment saying, you know, for seven years I've gotten my brains beaten in. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of losing. Uh, obviously, you know, you, you know that feeling as well. What, what would I you felt ca- like Garrett Bowles for 30 seconds. It brought me back. Um and, you know, like he was a high pick, had trouble, you know, out the gate for a year and a half, and he kind of came on. And, you know, I, that's a guy that I, I felt happy for as he's he's starting to play well individually. But, like, if you're a Bronco, you just, like, where's the end of the, the tunnel? Um, Sean Payton's supposed to be a lifeboat. He's talking about the coaching job the last team uh, did, the last staff. You've got, I mean, I joked yesterday – You've traded for Sean Payton at times. Like, go trade for Bill Belichick and get the defense right. Because, honestly, um, it's like they fix the offense. People are talking about, hey, Russ isn't playing well. He's actually mm-hmm. – the offense looks better. Um, but who would have thought the defense would be the problem? I've got uh, Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. And before we move on to the uh, NFC, um, who who can beat the Dolphins or or handle them best? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is not just because of what we've just seen, and it could be Buffalo coming up this very weekend, but you look at their schedule, and Miami plays Kansas City in Frankfurt, Germany, which I'm calling on NFL Network. I cannot wait for that game. In case you're wondering, the average temperature – in Germany in November is below 50. It's about 48 degrees. Who knows? And then you look at the back end of their schedule. They have that game after Thanksgiving at the Jets. Who knows who's going to be the quarterback then? And then just at Washington, at Baltimore, the rest of them are at home. So it's not going to be like they're going to – the track meet will be uh, you know, te- uh, tested not just by defense but by Mother Nature as well. Who do you think has is best equipped – 
And you could even include teams that they might see in the Super Bowl to, to beat the Dolphins and defend them, Chris. Here's the thing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the road to the Super Bowl went through Miami. I, I think they've kind of quietly, because of some of the past outcomes or injuries last year, or like the fact that they started this exact way last year, kind of came down to earth in some some spots. I think people are overlooking the fact that they might be the best team in the league right now. Um, when you look at their defense, when you look at, you know, the additions that I talked about and the schematic adjustments they've made, I think the big test is this weekend. Uh, you know, the Bills sacked Sam Howell nine times. Mm. He went Oprah with the interceptions. Uh, you know, everybody got one. And if you look at, like, the Bills, how do you beat Tua? How do you beat, you know, the Dolphins? Well, you can't beat Tua if you don't hit him. And that's a cliche, but, you know, he hasn't been touched this year. And so somebody's going to come along and not let, let the tackles off the hook. But it's it's easier said than done because the timing of that offense. You know, you look around the league, there's a bunch of young quarterbacks right now who seem to have all the talent, and the processing is slow. You know, it's like a pat long, you know, that sort of thing. You're just, you're just back there a, a quarter second late. Um, you know, thinking about where you're going with the ball. Tua doesn't do that. Uh, the ball's gone. And so I think you got to have rushers that can win. I think you got to be able to take away the middle of the field. So, like, when they played San Francisco last year, you know, having a Fred Warner that can patrol the middle of the field, run with the seam, the whole thing, there there aren't many teams that have that. So I think when you look at the Chiefs, obviously the Bills, uh, the Eagles with that front, and some of the weapons uh, that they have, the Niners. I think the Cowboys would be a really interesting matchup, you know, yesterday notwithstanding. Uh, so they're in that elite group of teams, and I think you have to have a very specific formula to beat them. But the scary thing is the way they're playing right now, I haven't seen anybody do it. Chris Long, the Greenlight Podcast host right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What is your takeaway from the Dallas loss in Arizona, Chris? Okay, so red zone, like offense, red zone, they ran almost made plays, I think, as Kansas City in there. They come away with the points they came away with, and Kansas City comes away with like 35 points. So, you know, when you got three guys down on your offensive line, that's that's a bad deal to start the day. Um, I think Diggs being out hurt them. They got more man than they wanted to be in, I think, probably from a standpoint of just communication. Like, hey, we got a bunch of guys playing that uh, haven't played together, let's try to man up. But the run game, the run game is something I worry about with them. You know, the interior of the line, I think everybody took a turn. And I have to give my, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to uh, Jonathan Gannon and the run game and the head coach getting that team ready to not be afraid of the Cowboys. You know, like these Cowboys are coming in, all their fans are coming in. We're going to have to go on silent count sometimes. We're going to throw the ball 20 times. And we're going to pound it. And we're we're not going to let Micah Parsons get comfortable. You know, Micah Parsons saw a million different looks. And as a rusher, by the time it's time to pin your ears back, you start second guessing. And, you know, throwing multiple tight ends over there in the run game, giving him three, four-man surfaces, reducing him down to a five, and then making the second-level guys tackle. Everybody took a turn. And there was a play with Rondell uh, Moore, um, he went for a touchdown, I think, on this play. But I don't think Micah saw a true two-man surface for like five minutes. 
And by that, I mean no tight ends, no junk, nothing. And he just flies up the field because he's trying to get get one. And, you know, the, the gap's huge. The three technique inexplicably takes the inside move. So everybody took a, a turn in the run game. I think they'll be better. The run game does worry me a little bit. The, the O-lineman will be back. But they were running the ball for 5-5 five, five a pop. Like, just stick with that. And before they knew it, <clears throat> they were down. Did you see, uh, speaking of different fronts, did you see two tight ends travel wherever Miles Garrett traveled? The Titans, and, and it caused the Titans to have a uh, a delay of game penalty because Garrett, I guess, either noticed that and kept moving around and two oh, tight yeah. ends traveled. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. That's the Calvin Johnson of, uh, you know, when they had all those dudes out there on Calvin Johnson. Like, right. I've never seen that with Calvin. Never seen that with Miles. And I think, you know, it's funny. People had, they were all pissed off because last week Pro Football Focus had Miles Garrett, the top-rated rusher out of the game. Highsmith played a great game. Yeah, Watt showed up. But Miles was. I mean, Miles is. If he's not around the quarterback, it's because they got four guys over there. They're running away, uh, or, or they do something with quick game. Um, if if he played in Dallas, yeah, I'm so tired of hearing. Oh, and don't forget about Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is is the guy. You know, last year Nick Bosa had the best year. He's DPOY. Mike is like the second coming of LT. Right. In a lot of ways, but Miles Garrett is Julius Peppers. I mean, he's he's like a more compact pap. I've never seen a guy that big run on the side of his cleat as often as he does top of the rush. And he plays on grass. Okay. When I play with Robert Quinn, you know, he had 18 and a half one year. He'd run sideways, you know, but he was 260. And we got the turf. Miles Garrett's 285. He's digging those spikes in. And he is at the top of the rush as good as anybody. Yesterday, the first pass rush he got on Dillard, he almost killed Tannehill with Dillard. Um, (laughs) You know, and and they and the problem with that defense is Jim can just like Jim's got the group he had with us. Mm -hmm. We didn't have Miles Garrett, but we have Fletcher Cox. The depth we had in that 2017 D line room, but he's got the guys on the back end. You know. Ward, Delpit, all those guys, they can man up, uh, they can compete, and you can't get anything going against them. This defense is a lot of fun to watch. And with Derrick Henry, they just stack the box. Say, hey, we're not going to let Derrick Henry get going on I-71 here. Mm-hmm. I can hear Jim Schwartz saying it. Cut him down before he can get going and make Tannehill beat us. Chris Long, a couple minutes left with the Green Light podcast host after so much to talk about in week three. Uh, I'll give you the floor on the Bears. And, and, I mean, it's tough to imagine a worse start from the defensive coordinator going poof and Justin Fields saying what he said last week after you and I spoke about being robotic and then clearly going to Kansas City with the Chiefs having lost to the Lions in their home opener and everything going on there. But, um, you know, it, it... it's as bad as I, I could see it, and 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 a team just had seventy put on them and lost by fifty. Chris, you know, with Taylor Swift in the house, exactly right. I know. I mean, look that's what, a young team. They are all probably Swifties. That's hard. <laughs> look, um, look what they made them do. You know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know the songs. Yeah, you know oh, the songs. Uh, I listen to them all the time. I, my I mean, kid, my kids. Non-stop. One of them's a, one of my kids is Swifty. The other, he's like not a Swifty. Okay, but um, there are arguments. Yeah. I feel bad for justin fields i do i think part of it is him 
Like, I don't know if he can ever be the guy. And I was on the bandwagon. I'm big enough to admit when maybe I'm wrong. And I think maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but I also think when it comes to, um, you know, draft picks and the context with which they enter the league, uh, this is not a formula for s- success. He's obviously not being coached uh, well enough to to feel like he can be aggressive. Uh, his head's messed up, you can tell. Uh, and they're just not a good team. They remind me of a lot of teams I was on, you know, the Garrett Bowles type Rams teams um, where you take the field every Sunday and you're just like, we're going to lose. How hard do we fight? That's the only question. And it's already gut check time. You know, I've been in buildings like that where if you've never been in an NFL building on a Monday that's playing the way the Bears have, there is no more stressful place in American sports. And, um, I feel for those guys getting off that plane, having to go back into work. You got no D coordinator. Kansas City just hung 40 on you. Uh, the quarterback's probably not the guy. And I I can remember arguing with Bears fans because I'm like, Justin's the guy. They know better. They've been going through this since, you know, post-85. Um, they're like, we're holding on to that one. We don't want to trade for Chris Jones because we might need it. Uh, and I was like, you're crazy. You're not crazy. You're miserable, and you should be. Um, and you're good at being miserable, and you see it coming a mile away. I totally feel for you. You guys don't get enough credit. Jets fans get a ton of credit for putting on a brave face. You guys uh, hang in there in Chicago. It's rough. Yeah, because he, he Justin Fields survived Bryce Young, but he, he ain't surviving Caleb Williams if that happens. No, no. If that, if that No, he's not, and he might not survive, period, with that. Um, and I think, I think for Justin, the real unfortunate thing is in a parallel universe, and of course, like, hey, I always say, hey, you know, it'd be cool to go – I could have got drafted two, uh, got drafted two. We go one and 15, two and 14, all that stuff. If I'd have fell to, you know, seven, the Pats are there, you know, like mm. how does your career go? Um, I don't know. And Justin Fields, I don't know if he, dra- he got drafted somewhere else, like in Houston, San Francisco. What if, San Francisco. what if, what if Kyle took him instead of Trey Lance, you know, I mean, You'd probably be having a different conversation, but the reality of the NFL is like your legacy is based on what actually happens, and uh, I feel bad for him. Who's on your pod this week? What do you got for me, Chris? We got Marty Smith. Uh, Marty Smith's coming on. We're going to talk about his new book coming out soon, so uh, check that out. And then Friday, back with Stanford Steve. Uh, by the, the whole way, game day crew, basically. Hey, look, and, and congrats on your new uh, media company. You want to pound the table on that? What do you got here? Well, it's called Yod House, but it's not, you know, I don't want to oversell it as a media company. It's okay. like a, a, you know, it's a small business, okay. um, you know, and love, people love talking about small businesses. We, we know all business about it, Chris. That's what, yeah. we're, that's what we're operating. So here. we're going to have more pods. Uh, we've got, um, you know, a pod with, I don't know if you remember David Vibora, Mr. Irrelevant yeah, is what course. they called him, but he's lived anything but an irrelevant life. Right. Uh, you know, he's insane. He, he's been on these survivor shows oh, yeah. on a raft in the Caribbean for four days, getting attacked <laughs> by sharks. He climbed Kelly with me. He just did the Leadville race out there where they go 100 miles in 24 hours. And he does an adaptive training uh, center down in Dallas for wounded vets and that sort of thing. So that guy's going to be sitting down with a bunch of people who have you know challenges to overcome. We've got Facts and the King. We're just slowly, 
slowly is the key word expanding well as you know i'm always up for whatever you're up for man you're awesome i just love Thanks, seeing brother. you what's going on with you, you. it's it's the truth and you know that i'm not just saying that Thanks publicly either good to see you chris long you the man Great Thanks for the you, time. Rich. Appreciate right it. Right back yeah. at you. Chris Long, everybody check out Greenlight with Chris Long podcast, his growing empire right here on the Rich Eisen Show every single Monday. What do you say? The toughest place in American sports is what he said? A locker, a, a, yeah, a building on a Monday after, after your... After it was, yeah. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial your phone calls and overreaction Monday when we come back right here on this busy Monday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to it uh, with The Big Lebowski. How were you introduced to that film? I ran to the Coen brothers a couple of years before that, I guess, mm-hmm. at a party, and they said, we're writing something for you. I said, oh, great, because I was a big fan of Blood Simple and some other early sure. film. And then I got the script, and I said, what? This is not, not like anything I've done. Were you were you spying? And, and were, you know, did you crash some of my high school parties? And you, you know, I mean, where where did this guy come from? Was that character based on anybody that you know? Yeah, it was based on a guy named Jeff Dowd. For them, you know, mm-hmm. they they used him quite a bit. I met him. He came on the script. I didn't uh, use him too much. I really referenced uh, myself. And, <laughs> Uh, you know, and uh, and the script, you know. When did you realize that this film would become, in many ways, kind of, yeah. it's, you can't even call it a cult. It's, it's a classic. It's just oh. a flat-out classic now. Yeah, yeah. For The Big Lebowski. Uh, I was surprised because we had a great time making it, and we were all, you know, laughing and, you know, thinking, oh, you know, this was a fun movie. We didn't think it was going to be anything like it was today. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised when it first came out and did nothing. It was like, you know, kind of a bomb. And then it uh, played in Europe, and they got it. And then it splashed back over uh, on our shores, and, and it, you know, he grew to become well, a, it, what a, it is. As one of our colleagues on this show has a friend who went to a, a Lebowski bar oh. in Iceland. Oh, yeah, got yeah. We got these, we have uh, Lebowski fests. Um, I've been to one. I played with my band at a Lebowski fest. <laughs> that was my Beatle moment, man. You know, can you imagine? <laughs> the dude, ah, playing to a sea of dudes and bowling pins and you know, moths. It was just totally surreal. Oh, my God. 
I love that man. His appearance on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Back on our radio network with our Roku channel stream, all one big happy family. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. All rise. Terzo's on the phone, everyone. Terzo back here on the Rich Eisen Show in Iowa. What's going on, sir? What's up, my dudes? Happy Monday. I Same survived to you. a trip down to Nashville, and it seems like they can put a motor in just about anything down there except for the bus, the, the busing with the boys. <laughs> wow. Very good one. Odd. I like it. I like it. What's on your mind? <laughs> well, I got I to gotta give a little uh, air hug out to TJ, man. Sorry for your loss with Diggs, man. That's a tough one. Um, I hate to see great players go down to injuries uh, in practice, man. So I'm just giving you a little air hug, bud. Um, you guys are still a great team. That Arizona team right now, you like you guys said earlier, could very well be three and zero. The Dolphins, man, that team is scary. They are. They Boy. they are. Boy, they are. But did you hear uh, Chris Long say a team that can can take care of them uh, potentially is 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 San Francisco? By the way, what a Super Bowl and, that would be! Mike McDaniel against San Mike. Francisco and 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 all those players staying healthy. Knock on wood. Uh, in Vegas, that would be Niners and Dolphins in Vegas would be pretty amazing. I would have to, I would have to go. Um, even <laughs> yeah, if I couldn't sure. get into the Super Bowl, I think I would just have to go <laughs> yep. just to hang out for that because that would be so much fun and the excitement around it would be intense. And I would have to think that that would be a a meeting of the minds and to see the game plan that those two guys would put together against yeah. each other. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Thanks for the call, Terzo. How much would it cost, do you think, to put the Rich Eisen Show logo on the sphere? Like if I if 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 I for, approach for, for how long? with a mask so I can't be facially recognized for how long? Because you know whose sphere that is. Right. For three seconds. Seven, One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippis. Seven, seven figures? Seven figures for three three. For seconds. three Mississippis? Yeah. I wouldn't get a, a hometown discount because I'm from New York, home of uh, home that, what, of home of Dolan. What does that mean? <laughs> And what you know? three Mississippi? I don't, think, do? I don't think Dolan likes you. I, I, I don't know, but if I wear a mask and he doesn't know it's me. But he can read, right? That's true. I'm putting so, the logo. No, it's just the running man. No, it, uh, so I would just, actually oh, forego I would oh. forego my name. Wow. Oh, just the run. Okay. Which and how many times do I say that? Like never? Uh, but I want it to happen. Uh, I'm willing to make seconds. A, I'm willing to make a deal. You need like ten seconds on that thing. Super one Bowl one week, one putting one your putting anything on that sphere would be Bajillion dollars. Right? <laughs> Here's what we do Super Bowl week, Rich. We get a street team. We plaster Rich Eyes and Show Running Man stickers all over the town. I love it. That's what we do. Johnny in I Redding, California, <laughs> where I got my start in my career at KRCR TV, Spirit of the North State. How are you, Johnny? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, Rich. How are you? Were you around Redding when I was doing the nightly sports with Mike Mangus on KRCR TV, ABC affiliate you know, up there? Nope. I, my, I don't think I was, but uh, but I definitely heard about you. I'm a huge fan of the show. Thank you. And I've uh, been watching and listening to a few years for you guys. Well, but, I, uh, I have a very special place in my heart my for man. Redding, California. What's on your mind, Johnny? Well, we love you too, Rich. Thanks, and, pal. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge Chargers fan, and I've been getting Chargers for Chargers. as long as I can remember. <laughs> Good verb. Uh, but I, I have a great feeling about the offense. I've got a decent feeling about the defense. Is Brandon Staley, is it an overreaction to say he may or may not be in the hot seat? Dude, man, there was a split moment where, I, it, you know, again, if Brandon Staley, if we could have seen 
the did, do you think he threw up in his mouth a little bit when he went for it on fourth down deep in his own end with a couple minutes to go and just like all right analytics says i pick up this one yard game's over i'm not gonna punt it and make kirk cousins go the entire length of the field and and of course it didn't work out and it looked like you he was putting an 0-3 start right on the line but um yeah. and and we were talking in the room and thanks for the call johnny appreciate it keep uh safe stay safe out there if you're driving on i-5 up there in reading um, you know, we were talking like, do you Lane Kiffin the guy if if they lose that game? And I mean, if the Vikings yes. had won that game, you're now 0-3. Yes. Is that fair to even say? Because they have It's It's so definitely much... unfair. But of course it is with, unfair. With the day that Herbert had a historic day yesterday. How good. This is this is what a we've been talking about. Yesterday. Every every throw was shoved 20 yards down a field. Everything, including Keenan Allen. Like, that's the vertical game we're talking about for this guy. 40 of 47? That is ridiculous for 400 yards. Spectacular. And Mike Williams goes down. News today that he tore his ACL. Oh, no. He's out for the year. No. Yeah. So, Josh Palmer, Quinton Johnson. I'm so sorry to hear that. And they did that without Eckler. This offense can be really special. Except for the dumb things that Staley does a couple of times a game. Look, you pick up one yard, it's over. One yard, it's over. But you're at your own 25. Oh, that's, now that's what are we, the rub. What are, we, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, my God. That was wild. Thank God Kirk does a couple dumb things a game, too. And did you and hear Kirk? Back to you. Did you hear Kirk cut? Like, like they, they, they spent like a good 20 seconds trying to get the play in towards the end with the time ticking down. And then they wound up throwing an interception. And and I guess cousins couldn't hear couldn't hear inside yeah, too loud in the you know with the, with the with the skull chanters Jeez. you know and um, he couldn't get the play out right and they they lost their own three oh oh my god that was wild what a finish but the Chargers that's what we're talking about with Justin Herbert yeah man just vertical just shoving it just being aggressive second. Second windows in the, the the intermediate to deep ball. Like, what an old school AFC West type of a look. Just play a little defense. Let's get some of the Brandon Staley dice rolls not coming up craps. Maybe they wind up in Vegas and nobody's paying attention. They have the opportunity. I know what a tall order that is, but that guy, that kid, that's what you pay him. Yeah. 90 gajillion dollars. He looked great. That was awesome. You think uh, Justin Jefferson would like to play? With Dude, I don't game? know. Let's just break it up. Send Justin Jefferson there. And you send know? Cousins and he, to New York. And, he, and, he'll, and he'll wear the old Jefferson goggles, right? Let's Back go. Back in the day. Yeah. And then, uh, and then send Kirk Cousins to New York. This is a great yeah, It's idea. a win for everybody. And Caleb Williams winds up in Minnesota. That's what we call a win-win-win. It's a great idea. Hey. Well, Caleb Williams is going somewhere else. But... Okay. Chicago? Denver. All right. Um, could stay in Colorado. Maybe. We're kind of in that middle zone where I'm kind of figuring out what to do here, but then we could do an overreaction Monday when we come back. That sounds good. How does that sound? I like it. All right. So then let's let's uh, let's take one more phone call here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Um, I just put up a fun poll question too. Okay. Very good. Um, wow. Where am I going? There's so much to discuss right here. 
for the moment, you could stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long, including tonight in Cincinnati, for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, now we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to reset. We've got overreaction Monday and another phone call or two before uh, we have Sean McVay in hour number three. We'll talk about college football from Dion and Ryan Day taking out all the Notre Dame ghosts. (laughs) With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm... Uh... I'm all over the gossip sites, you know, because uh, a little birdie told me during game day morning, yesterday morning, keep an eye out for Taylor Swift at Arrowhead Stadium. And I dropped that nugget on NFL game day morning and then boom, went everywhere. What can I tell you? And then sure enough, who showed up next to Mama Kelsey? But Taylor Swift herself. Let me tell you something. A lot of conversation going on in Kansas City about Travis Kelsey's knee. That's a long time ago. Now we're talking about Travis Kelsey, the superstar, dating the most famous woman on planet Earth. And I'll just say this. He once upon a time said, hey, I I saw you perform in Arrowhead. How about you come to Arrowhead and watch me perform? And sure enough... It happened yesterday. Maybe the greatest speaking of something into existence in the history of speaking in existence. And the ultimate personification of you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky's never been more right. I don't know that this. that saying applies to someone in Travis Kelsey's position, though. Dude, do you know how many people have probably reached out to her and say, what do you think? What do you think? My client is interested. I mean, this is the sort of thing that happens in the world. Come on now. Now, and I know there are some folks who are thinking, you know, maybe it's not. On the up and up. On the up and up or for real. But I don't know if Kelsey would be spending this much time on this sort of stuff. He's got a playing season going on, don't you know? And I think she's kind of fine on the whole publicity front. I think she's got it. If only someone predicted this on Friday. That's what Chris Brockman's here for. We're all over this thing. Back here on our radio show 
talking on our Roku feed. Now one big happy family talking about the new addition to the Kelsey inner circle, Taylor Swift. My kids have never been more interested in Kansas City Chiefs football in their entire lives. They're locked in. (laughs) And she's dropping F-bombs next to Mama Kelsey when the Chiefs are scoring touchdowns. She did the full Brady. LFG from T Swift. She wins. Go ahead. And again, you know, I'm, it's not like I've got my finger on the pulse of this thing. I haven't spoken to Kelsey in a while. He's just, you know, he's busy. He's just talking in my my Instagram feed at me. So Travis, I say to you, I salute you, sir. According to ET now, ET now, he rented out a restaurant for a private party with him and his friends after the win last night she said uh, according to this the two were very affectionate with one another but kept things fun and lighthearted. i know what that means <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you something which means someone's in the friend let zone. me tell yeah. you something yeah. i just want to say this i just want to say this that's what that means could you imagine i couldn't imagine the pressure the absolute pressure could you imagine, Mike, let's just say this again. You're, you're the single man here. What if you had to give a comment on how a date went after every date that you have? Somebody's calling your representation. Let's say RES Consulting is your representation. Yep. Mike, how did things go in that, in that bar, in that spot? Last night with this oh, person, you're making great. you're making cryptic <laughs> cryptic Instagram <laughs> comments about how did oh. things go? Was it fun? Was it lighthearted? It was good. Are you quietly <laughs> hanging out? Are you loudly hanging out? That's true. I mean, my I'm goodness, a quiet guy. as if he doesn't Thank have enough attention on him on, from NFL defenses. Great questions. But what do you think's going to happen? I don't care. This it's is gonna, great. Of course, it's going to bring more attention. The only person, the only group of people who are actually upset about this yesterday have to be. Those in the NFL front office who are in charge of making the announcement of who's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show because Usher was announced yesterday and that wasn't even on anybody's radar screen about big time musical performing acts and the NFL. It was all about what was going on in Arrowhead. This is just to show you just how completely burrowed into our national psyche and pop culture psyche this is it's even filtered into bill belichick's world right he commented about this on local radio in boston on monday swifty to swifty uh taylor swift was in attendance to watch travis kelsey's game with his mom in the box seems like they may be the new it couple where do you fall on that (laughs) travis kelsey taylor swift power couple in the nfl well i would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot. Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. oh, Loving him was red. There you go. Bill knows. Bill knows. And you may not know, but you know, I've got my finger on the pulse. According to gossip pages, I'm a source. Source. Oh yeah, we're building empires here, Chris. I have been told they've actually been dubbed a couple with a nickname. Oh, no, boy. They're known as Telsey. Taylor and Kelsey. They're going to be shorthand referred to as Telsey. You know? In the same way there used to be Benifer, right? Benifer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sort they're of stuff. Married, yeah. I know they're married now. Benifer right. forever. I got a what's more likely already. They're apparently <laughs> known. They will be known shorthanded from now on as Telsey. 
boy. So get ready for it because hopefully, by the way, you see it? Ready for it? Get ready for it because their next game is on NBC on Sunday Night Football. No question. We need to talk about that. No question. No, what? Did you flex out of that? There's no way they're flexing out of it now if she's going to be there. No way. That's how bad things were for the Bears yesterday. She's not going to save a 40 point blowout. Fox had Mahomes and Kelsey. And Taylor Swift on their air and their A crew at the game, and they bagged out of it. That's how bad the Bears were yesterday. Because no one's tuned in in a game for oh a half a second gosh. split shot to see Taylor Swift in the in, in a box. All right, it's Monday. Hey. Let's hit it. It's time for overreaction. Monday, the segment here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there, brother? What do you got? Hey, guys. Hey. Everybody good? How are you? TJ and I. I mean, I've had a better I'm sorry. weekend, I'm sorry, to be honest with you. But... I'm doing great. You know who else is doing great? Miami Dolphins. After a 70-point onslaught, the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Fact. Yep. Fact. I mean, they got the Niners in them. I don't know who I'm going to put number one um, in um, in my power ranking. You can't say this is an overreaction. You cannot. You can make an argument to say another one is. But the Miami Dolphins have absolutely proven that you cannot scheme against them at present. Their speed is something you have to behold. How are you, how are you going to simulate their speed in practice? How are you going to do that? It's not like a podcast. You can't just put it on one and a half speed. Right. You know, put your players. Correct. Like, <laughs> like you, what are we you, doing? You've got to give it up with what you're seeing. And you're going to have to hope Mother Nature will slow them down. Like when it gets to be 30 degrees out, you're going to track meat then? I, I don't know. Um, which means the one seed is even that much more important. But for sure. This is not an overreaction, and it's an argument, but not an overreaction. What else you got over there? Seventy-six Chris? and sunny in Buffalo this weekend. So there you go. Could, I can't wait for that game. Could be awesome. Rich, let's talk about you for a second. Hey, Zach Wilson shouldn't start another game if the Jets want to keep their playoff hopes alive. How is this an overreaction? It, it, it's not. It's just not reality. You, you you're not going to take Tim Boyle and throw him out on Sunday night football in his first start for the Jets against the Chiefs. You're just not going to do that. You're going to hope that Zach Wilson can put together more than one drive where the light goes on. You're going to have to hope that the coordinator can figure out something. Every single time I watched yesterday, said Josh Jobs finding a wide open receiver or Kenny Pickett hitting somebody here or, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud hitting somebody there in Jacksonville. I'm like, where is that for the Jets? Where's like the 10-yard easy gimme layup? Where are they? Why is everything like pulling teeth? But what are they going to do? Take Tim Boyle and throw him out on Sunday night football in his first start against the Chiefs? No chance. No chance. And if you do that, you might as well cut Zach Wilson because now you're adding Tim Boyle to the people who you turn to because Zach's inoperable. Add him to... Mike White, Joe Flacco, Chris Streveler. Not an overreaction, but not reality either. What else, Chris? One of the surprising results uh, yesterday uh, was Cleveland 27, Tennessee 3. Did not expect that type of dominant performance from the Browns. And you know who else was great? Deshaun Watson played his best game yet with the Browns. 
and they're going to win the AFC North. That's an overreaction. First of all, you know, I understand he played his best game yet with the Browns. You can say that based on the results and everything. But he also had one of those moments where he was being sacked and he, he flipped the ball 10 yards behind him. Not sure what that I was. I don't know what that was. But, but he's tw- definitely getting better. 27 of 33, 289 yards, Man, 123 you. passer rating. Winning the North? I don't know. Great. I don't know. And I know the Ravens looked the way they looked, but the, the, the Ravens are, are still a force to be reckoned with, I think. They're at Cleveland next week. What's up we with might their be talking we might be talking something completely different by this point next week. And don't forget the Steelers are two and one visiting Houston next week. They might be three and one, and they have a win against Cleveland in their back pocket already. I'll call this an overreaction for the moment but they are looking good and the kid ford looks like he's the real thing and how about this too great news that nick chubb didn't blow his entire knee out and right. they expect him to be back and his career is on yep what else chris that was great news you know who balled out yesterday the red rifle the panthers should start andy dalton next week even if bryce young is healthy now that's over they, they got to take their lumps they just got to man they That's got a to. wide open division. I hear you. You traded all 61 yards. I get it. Dude, you traded all them picks for this kid. You got to take your lumps. You got to throw him out there. If he is ready, you have to play with him. And hopefully Andy Dalton gave him an opportunity to see this is how you can do it, kid. That's a guy named DJ Chark. That's a guy named Adam Thielen. You should definitely find him next week because you're taking on his old team, the Minnesota Vikings. That's the way... You say, Bryce, you got hurt. You had a nice perch to see how it is done. You got a chance to breathe and relax. Go out there, and we're going to live and die with your lumps. And how about, you know, the offensive line doesn't create all those pre-snap penalties that Frank Wright called pathetic. So I'll say that's an overreaction. What else, Chris? Why wouldn't the Jets flip a two to Carolina for because, Andy Dalton? Because, because Carolina's not willing to give him up. He's actually showing Bryce Young how to do it. That might be just even more important. But than, if you sweeten the pot, they make him an offer they can't refuse. There's nobody's backup quarterback is walking through that door right, right now. Andy or starting Dal- one. Andy Dalton could win the playoff game for the Jets. I, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's just I don't think that's reality. All right, speaking of, the league needs to step in. Got to flex out of Chiefs-Jets for Dolphins-Bills. Do the right thing. Nobody wants to watch Chiefs-Jets on Sunday night. What are we doing? You are not overreacting. Uh, but I, I don't know. CBS might have protected this the minute Aaron Rodgers. Well, they, the minute would, Aaron well Rodgers, they wouldn't have protected it because you can't flex until week five. Oh, so I got it. So the needs to step yeah. in I see what and you're say, saying. look, this okay. is for the betterment of every football fan out there. You, we don't want to yeah. watch. 41-3 to three on Sunday night. What if Taylor Swift agrees to play a song in the middle of it? Halftime show. Wait, is she going to play quarterback? Now that I'd be interested in. No, no, no. We can't. Have, she's a national treasure. We can't have her hurt. Stop it. Dolphins, Bills, Sunday night. Do the right thing. Today. Not an overreaction. I hear you. Come on, Roger. I know you're watching. <laughs> By the way, that's not an overreaction either. He is definitely watching. All right, last one. Now look. Yes. Now, I'm not going to say I predicted this, but I did predict it on the, on the Overreaction Monday preview podcast. Okay. And he's doing the pew, 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 pew. But there's a way to Jonathan Gannon's weirdness, and it's working yeah. for Arizona. There's a way. They could win some games. Dude, they just did. They could be 3-0. and Dude, we all thought like he's out to lunch. They're looking at him like, who is, who is this weirdo that we're now being coached by? The bus and the car, you drive yourself, the fire, I don't know. As I said, Nick Sirianni's first press conference in Philadelphia, we're like, this town's going to eat him for lunch, and now he is the walking id version of the city, MFing everybody. 
And and Pew Pew himself <laughs> actually did go, you know, fireworks, all that stuff. Rondell Moore did it. They beat the Cowboys. And that's going to go a long way, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Take the bus or the driving yourself. And we're all sitting there going, this guy's going to be a dumpster fire. And Kyler Murray's. What, what, now we got to start talking about, what, you know, when can he come back? Josh Dobbs has proven himself to be terrific. Maybe the Jets can grab him if Kyler Murray comes back. I'm desperate. I don't know what I'm saying now. <laughs> I mean, anything's, un- I mean, with all due respect, Zach, anything's better than that. I don't, good Lord. Sorry, bud. But you're not wrong. You, you haven't overreacted to too much today, Chris. Really? I thought I was being spicy. Look at you. All right. And by the way, as soon as uh, we are done today, Chris Brockman and I are staying after class to put together the Overreaction Monday podcast version where you can get all your podcasts every single week, every single Monday. We come your way with 10 new topics. Lots of fun right there. And uh, and then What the Football coming up on Tuesday. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask will recount tonight's Monday Night Football Double Dip. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. I do believe they have uh, free ice cream oh. for those who are in studio, not, oh. not listening. Oh. <laughs> so... They do, Rich. Can confirm. They do. They they confirmed it with you. Can confirm. Okay, no, can I, mean, confirm. I do it. I'm here. Okay, very you know good. I mean? Honestly, just flex out of it. Just do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Good God, that was some really wild bad football between the Bears and the Broncos. And now they're Sunday. playing and each they're other. Playing this week. each other. Honestly, next I'm week. more interested in that game than Chiefs uh, Jets. I don't know. What if the Jets? Uh, what if they put together something? They're not gonna. I, I, I mean, I'm. I'm. I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know, my brother's texting me desperate things. What is your Jets like group chat like? It's it's a morgue. It's it's just like a, a. Can you believe this has happened? We're 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 sort of banding together after a shocking death of a season that happened. You know, within four snaps and seventy five seconds. We were supposed to never see this again. It was supposed to be Rodgers doing it for a year or two, giving the Jets real type of action at the quarterback position in the leadership spot for all the young kids ready to win. This is supposed to happen for this year and next, and maybe if Zach's ready by the time he's 25, 26, he hands it off and we see what happens. And instead, it's just a repeat of 2022, and it's just as bad. It seems just as, and, and yesterday was, was the nightmare again. But at least they scored more than three points. Now we're hanging our hat on one drive going into Kansas City against Mahomes and Telsey. See, I just used it. (laughs) 